So first, I didn't describe that we were doing a, quote, what went wrong review. What I said is we'll do a hot wash. We'll look at everything that happened in this uh, entire operation from start to finish and the areas of improvement, where we can do better, where, where uh, we can find holes or weaknesses and plug them as we go forward. And of course, uh, we intend, after we've had the opportunity to run that analysis, to share that with people. To share that with people, they ain't saying who, who the people are they're going to share it with. But uh, Ed Martin, welcome back here to Smash Daily. Always wow. a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, it's good to be on. It's been an eventful week since I've been with you. No, it's amazing brother. To, to see and uh, and quite a quite a thing. So I, you know, I as much as I have I have to say and criticize, there's hundreds, maybe thousands of Americans left behind uh, right now in, in uh, Afghanistan, right. not clear how to get out. So yeah. it's, a, it's a tenuous uh, situation. You know, one of the things that Ed Martin does is a, a thing called the Pro-America Report. I get it in my inbox every morning. It's right on top of the biz of today's particular situation. If somebody wants this Pro-America Report, because they're going to wonder after hearing the, the things I'm bringing up to you here, Ed, how do they get that? You know, the, if you go to ProAmericaReport.com, ProAmericaReport.com, you can sign up. You just put in your email address. There's no charge. Yep. There's no tricks. There's nothing. We just send an email Monday through Friday, uh, 8 a.m. East Coast, 7 a.m. Central. It comes in your inbox. As you said, a couple of links, a couple of key points. Again, ProAmericaReport.com. Uh, we're up to about just under 50,000 people have signed up. Yeah. So a lot of people are getting clued in like you are. Well, I... I I tell you what, and I'm going to start with this. I was going to do, you know, the like the last three, pull clips off the last three, but the one that came in today, the headline on it, and, and you can speak to it because you wrote the letter, it says, invade the world, invite the world. Man, yeah. are you on top of the game with that? Explain, <laughs> Ed, if you would, please. Well, well, actually, it's even more interesting, Smash, because there is a um, – there is a writer named Steve Saylor. He's an investigative journalist, and he writes about immigration and these questions, and he has been tagged as being outside of the mainstream. They call him all kinds of names, and I haven't read all this stuff, but he, he coined that term. And so and that term, it was on Tucker Carlson the other night. Yeah. But the idea is this, is that if you invade the world, and it's happened a few times in America, you know, our history, Vietnam was one, and then Iraq and Afghanistan, yeah. and then turn around and say, oh, but we'll also welcome all the refugees. I mean, they're talking about in Europe, uh, the Europeans are saying there's a million, maybe two million refugees from Afghanistan. We could end up with 300, 400,000. Over in St. Louis, they've already announced the, the city of St. Louis, the nonprofits there, said, we want them. Here's the problem. We're not vetting them. 
I just yeah. talked to an expert on that C-117, that, that famous picture of uh, 600 uh, Afghanis. You yeah. know how they got on the on the, on the C they opened it they, the C one seventeen they opened it and they walked on nobody asked who you are or what anything else we have a problem in this country where we're having too many people come and we don't know who they are now if somebody fought with us if somebody stood with us we have to honor that right and uh, but but also let's be clear if we go invade the world we have a lot of people we have to be honorable to so it's a real trick box and I, I watched some of the people that love nation building and the forever wars and they think we're going to somehow be this democracy spreading empire shift and say, oh yeah, but now we got to take hundreds of thousands of refugees. Look, we got a lot of problems at home. We got to take care of first. All right. So let me, let me ask you this, man. I'm reading yeah. on and we got general Flynn saying, and I think it's like general Flynn. That's one of the toughest guys there is. And I know yeah. you've been uh, running with him here for, for a little while here. General Flynn says, my heart is broken. What, what, what does that mean in general? Well, you know, I, you know, I actually talked to him, uh, and and as you can imagine, if you were a commander in Afghanistan and yeah. Iraq, you had men and women die on your watch, and and uh, no matter how we got out, and I think General Flynn said it was time to come home, but you know how you get out and what happens, yeah. um, it's it's just very sad, right? I mean, look, uh, smash all over America. There are a couple thousand uh, that were killed in action. Those families, right? Wives, husbands, mom and dad, yeah. and they're saying, well, that it looks like. We didn't finish the job, or we mm. didn't leave the right way, or mm. we didn't do it. And by the way, let me be clear. It's not easy to leave. It was a hard exactly. thing. I'm not saying it's simple for Biden, That's but right. Biden didn't handle it in the way that we expect competent, big-time American leaders to do it. Yeah. And I think that's what we're feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Let me go to this, man. I, I read this, and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? And I'll just go with the headlines because you can elaborate. Maryland, Georgia, Virginia— ready and willing, they say, to take on thousands of Afghan refugees. Yeah. Once again, we get to that, uh, who's going to vet these people? You know, or are they just right, going right. to let them in? Well, and I've got two problems with it, to Smash. Look, if you go over to St. Louis and drive into South St. Louis, you know, yeah. Smash, I think it was considered the largest number of Vietnamese in the world outside of Hanoi were in South City in the 1970s and 80s, right? And they they became American. They assimilated. They started businesses. And by the way, in the late 90s, more Bosnian Americans came, right? So we have a tradition in St. Louis, and I respect that. We have it in America. Mm -hmm. Two problems. Those people were vetted. That was one. That's one answer. We're not getting that now. And number two, they came into an America, I believe, 20 years ago, 40 years ago, Mm -hmm. that assimilated them better. We had an education system. We had a, a way of life. I don't feel confident that people are going to come into America and and be assimilated the same way. So you have to be very careful about opening up the doors. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll make one last comment. Insofar as uh, radical Islam is on the move, you see it in Afghanistan. You see the Taliban. And and, and again, we're supposed to be conditioned to say, oh, well, you know, there's good Muslims and all that. I I guess I'll say that. But radical Islam, they have shown that they're willing and able to put people into America to cause problems, right? So we just got to be more careful than running and saying, I feel good about welcoming refugees. How about you feel good about the American workers, the American economy, right. and let's figure out how to be honorable yes. but not be stupid. Yeah. Bingo right there. Because I, when I read this today and said Maryland, Georgia, and Virginia, that's that part of the eastern seaboard. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. 
we got a border crisis down south, and we're going to have an eastern sea border crisis with boats coming in, with airplanes coming in, over to the east now. Yeah, and, and you know, um, I wonder, I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, I, I tell you, I live over here now, so in Virginia, yeah. the Virginia governor raced out and said, we'll take uh, lots of Afghanis. There's an election in the fall. One of the only elections in this fall, the 2021, is the governor's race in Virginia. And so I, I wonder if you're going to see the beginning of the political pullback on this, because mm-hmm. I just can't imagine, again, you know, there's certain things, Americans, we don't want to be dishonorable. But we cannot allow stupidity. And, you know, I, the only good thing I would say out of this whole debacle is I think we're now at the bottom. We're hitting the bottom of the trough on on uh, how incompetent and incapable both parties and the bureaucrats are. You know, Congress, the presidency, all of them, they just can't do anything right. And maybe that will be a, a sea change. You know, after after Watergate, people think it was just Watergate. It was Watergate plus the Vietnam debacle. We had a whole sweep in of lots of of young uh, uh, people who were in office that came in with fresh ideas. I'm not sure it worked out that well, mm-hmm. but I, I, we got to change something because we're getting a lot of the same results, uh, which is incompetence. Headline, most disturbing admission from Biden's national security advisor. What was that admission? Well, I think that was the one. I'm sorry. It was Jake Sullivan. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure if he what was I the played one that earlier? was a Jake. Yeah. Who yeah. said, who might've said that there's nothing we could have done different or we, yeah. you know, we, we, we expected it to be, I mean, look, I, I remember I heard general Flynn say this, that it, when everybody's got a good plan until the bullets fly and then you change your plan. So again, I'm not <laughs> right. saying that unexpected right. was, uh, but, right. but I do think this, we got a situation where the intelligence community either was telling Biden and his team not enough, or they were telling them and being ignored. And yeah. you're starting to see the intelligence community leaking that, hey, we told them all that. They ignored it. I, I don't know. All I know is that oh, we're America. Yeah. We expect to do it competently. Very Again, right. it's a hard thing to leave. There was going to be some messiness. Uh, but even today, or uh, uh, tonight there'll be an interview that airs, uh, Stephanopoulos interviewing Biden. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a clip of it. And Biden says, yeah, we couldn't have done anything better. I mean, we did, did great. I mean, I had all these things in my head when I planned. And then he um, you know, uh, uh, went on to attack the governor's. Uh, in Republican states for vaccine mandates. And then he's going back to Delaware tonight because the report is he wants to sleep in his old bed because he sleeps better at home. It feels like the tide is turning that even the media is starting to say, this guy's not up to the job. Now, talking about the tide is turning, the Taliban say that they've changed. And they're going to go ahead and work with us and make sure everybody's out before they implement their system of government. And how do we believe these guys when they've been that opponent for 20 years and in the end they wind up victorious? Well, look, a couple of things. I mean, the Taliban is radical Islam. They're calling it the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. Afghanistan so right. they're not hiding. They're not hiding. They're yeah. not hiding their their uh, positions. Their positions are radical Islam, which is the treatment of women, the treatment of minorities will be very, very bad. Mm-hmm. And they are going to act a certain way towards America. Now, what they're saying now is we'll let you out because I think they know, you know, the last thing they want to do is have us sort of take it to another level. But yeah. I don't know if they believe that Biden would do it anyway. The yeah. bigger problem is, you know, with a straight face, the Taliban says, we're going to let the women uh, here do lots of things yeah, like right. they've been doing school and other, right. just as long as it's compli- uh, complies with Sharia law. Exactly. Well, Sharia law doesn't allow that. Doesn't allow I mean, Sharia law uh, right. allows forced marriages of uh, 15-year-olds. So, yeah. um, you know, my, my only hope, uh, Smash, this is serious now, I hope that enough of the women in the last 20 years got educated and they just put their put some of the old good old fashioned educated woman whoop ass on these guys because mm. that's what they'll get them. That'll break them. That'll break the Taliban even if they get some educated yeah. women 
straighten them out, you know. But yeah. I, I, I got to say, all kidding aside, it should be um, it should be terrifying. And, you know, the one thing we have to say now uh, would have been the choice under Trump or whatever. How do we make sure Afghanistan is not a haven for terrorists coming towards us? That's, that's the problem, right? Can't do it. I tell you, because I see personal opinion just in the region there. I see an alliance between the new Afghanistan, the uh, Emirates, uh, Afghanistan Emirates. Yep. Uh, I see yep. an alliance between them, Iran to the east, and Pakistan yep. to the west, Pakistan with nuclear weapons. Iran, I would imagine, has nuclear weapons, just ain't touting them at this particular point in time. And you're going right. to see a belt right there that's going to do nothing but be the uh, the condominiums for terrorist organizations around yeah. the world. Well, I mean, the good, the good news is that we uh, we have gotten better technologically that we, yeah. with our, our, our intelligence, you know, you can drop a drone on somebody's house tomorrow, and I, we, we may never fight wars like we did in the past. But yeah. an interesting detail, uh, Afghanistan shares, shares 47 miles of border with China, mm-hmm. and on that border is right where the Uyghurs are, the Muslim yeah. Uyghurs who are right. in internment camps. So if you're the a Taliban, you say, wait, we're Muslims, the Chinese regime is putting Muslim, right. Muslims in, uh, in camps. Maybe there'll be some tension there. China's already said they're going to recognize the Taliban. They're going to work with them, all that. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, again, my biggest worry now is that the world is seeing weakness in America, mm-hmm. and yeah. the psychology of a weak America, a weak president, is not good for uh, confidence in the world. So, again, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. we got to hope for the best at and this one, point. One last thing in that psychology, China has put out a— Listen, when we do our reunification with Taiwan, don't count on the U.S. to back you guys over there. So they're playing that angle really, really strong right now. Yeah, and that's, again, China's nothing if not exploiting any chance to stick a thumb in the eye. So, but I think that's real, right? If you're, look, if you're, they rolled over Hong Kong in a way that, you know, and I think President Trump was like, hey, we're not going to fight a war, a hot war with China over Hong Kong. I got to say, you know, with Biden in there, if if China, the communist regime is looking at it saying, hey, if we roll over into Taiwan, you know, what are they going to do? Fight a hot war? It doesn't look like he's up to it. Again, the bigger problem is, I mean, a bigger problem, more microchips that that run our computers and our technology are made in in Taiwan, not just in China. China. So if they get Taiwan, part of China's deal will be like, ha ha, now we got 80% of of the microchips. I mean, again, America first means getting ourselves more dependent on ourselves, and we can do that. It's going to take some yeah. time. It's going to take some uh, some guts, and it's going to take, you know, BlackRock, I think, announced they mm. think the world is going to be Chinese and we should push our money to invest there. I think more people have to say, including America's economy, they weren't just dismissing us, but we got to say, hey, we cannot allow this to keep going the direction we're going, and it may take uh, some changes in our consumption and in how we're uh, living to get there, because um, I think Americans are a little bit naive right now. It can get bad fast it's in the Ed, world. It always has. Ed Martin. Buddy, I appreciate it so much you being on Smash Daily here. Check him out, the Pro-America Report. Very simple, ProAmericaReport.com. Get yourself signed up, and every day in the morning, in your inbox, you're going to get some astute information coming your way, zippity doo da zippity yeah. Ed, I appreciate it, partner. I always good to talk to you, Smash, and thank you for uh, Trini Lopez. We appreciate the great Trini. And here he is. All right.
This land was made for you and me. I'll see you in. Uh, take care. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. 